Hey love, you're listening to the Luxury of Self-Care podcast. I'm your host, Anastasia. Each week, I'm recharging you with tips and engaging conversations, reminding us that finding luxury in our lives begins with taking care of the most important thing, Y-O-U. It takes persistence and spunk to be successful, but instead of living to work, let's work to live. You up for it? My answer is a clangorous, vociferous yes. All right, everyone, gird your loins. Ready to party. And for one moment, you get this amazing gift. (laughs) Keep swimming, just keep swimming. What, like it's hard? If it wasn't hard, everyone would do it. The hard is what makes it great. Hello, my lovelies. Welcome back to the Luxury of Self-Care podcast. I am your host, Anastasia. I hope you had a fabulous Halloween weekend. I hope you also had a fabulous Halloween. Maybe you went out trick-or-treating with family, with your kids. Maybe you were the one giving out the Halloween treats at the door when the kids came to the door. Or maybe you were like me and my husband and put a tape on the wall (laughs) and just said we weren't home. Please don't ring the doorbell to disturb the dog and didn't leave any candy out for any kids. I do feel like the asshole. I was the asshole in this scenario. (laughs) Douglas's birthday is on the 30th. So it was on Monday and we always, we don't have kids yet. So we haven't had the opportunity to do trick-or-treating. I think if we have kids and we're going around to people's houses saying like, we're around trick-or-treating as well, and then we'll leave out candy. But for now, it just doesn't seem like a good return on investment. And you probably all that have kids think I'm an awful person and I I am the block um, asshole. Exactly what I said earlier. I'm basically the block asshole, the one that has the lights off saying don't ring the doorbell and disturb the dog. But I did say happy Halloween and I hope you enjoyed trick-or-treating. So I feel like I did kind of my part, but yeah, I'm not really helping my case here at all. (laughs) But anyway, I hope you had a fabulous Halloween. So because Douglas's birthday fell on a Monday, we went out this weekend and we dressed up as Dee Dee and Dexter. I don't know if you saw that from our Instagram post, but Dee Dee and Dexter from Dexter's Laboratory. And of course, we made it quirky. And I was Dexter since I'm the shorter one. And he was Dee Dee because I thought it would be hilarious for my husband to be in all pink and duct tape his sneakers pink and make him bows and put a cute little blonde wig on him. And I had a lot of fun being Dexter. And surprisingly, we were called out by a lot of people. A lot of people actually knew exactly who we were, which kind of made me feel good. But if you are in the Upper East area and you did watch um, this, you know, if you did go out this weekend and you were going out on Saturday night with friends or doing whatever, I feel as though we had the most beautiful weather for the adults to go out this weekend on Friday night and on Saturday night. I think it like breached 80 degrees on Saturday. So the evening was very mild and not too cold. And then the poor children who had the cute little outfits had the most cold day of the week so far. And now it's 50 degrees today. But yeah, on Tuesday, it was like it got really, really cold. So I do um, apologize that the episode was late because this weekend we had our festivities and we're doing some stuff around the house and I was just trying to let my husband enjoy his birthday weekend since I pretty much take up the whole week and say it's my birthday week when my birthday rolls around. So this year I kind of switched the tables and and had some relaxing days and some fun days. We kind of morphed back into a Harry Potter um, 
I guess, movie marathon. We're currently, I think, on, I think we just watched Prisoner of Azkaban. So I think we're on the fifth one. So we've been slowly going through those once a day and just had some relaxing days and stuff like that, which I usually don't grant him normally. So it was nice for me to give him a little bit of space and some downtime and all that stuff. And I never got around to recording the podcast this weekend. Then Monday was his actual birthday. So we were enjoying that day. And then Tuesday we went out for festivities and work has been extremely overwhelming lately. I know I've talked about that in the podcast a bit. I have been not overwhelmed in a bad way, but like there's a lot of different aspects of work going on right now. So sometimes I feel like I'm going to have a slow day and then it ends up being very crazy. And I find myself still in my PJs at 4 p.m. And I'm like, oh my gosh, you know, I started off the day and then one thing after the other, after the other, after the other without being able to leave the house. So <laughs> there's those days too. And we've we've all been there. If you have a schedule that you maybe create for yourself and a job opportunity to create for yourself or for my moms out there, my stay-at-home moms or my stay-at-home dads, like you know those days where it just seems like you can't get a second to do the things for yourself. Meaning that this seemed like the best opportunity for me to talk about at-home remedies for the holiday season, the fall season, the flu season, sixth season, whether you have kids, whether you don't have kids, this seemed like the perfect time for me to get us all prepared for the at-home remedies that I love using. I do truly believe that like eating clean for the most part, and getting some type of exercise at least three to four days a week. If you can't do that, getting out on a daily walk for about an hour. If you don't have the dog, like t- make that be the time that you listen to the podcast. Make that be the time that you um, – listen to a meditation, make that be the time that you listen to a different podcast or an audio book or something like that. Because I promise you, one of the biggest things is that vitamin D. We want that vitamin D, that sunshine on our face. And I know when it's colder and crisper, we don't want to do it as much, but it's even more imperative now since there's less daylight hours. So take advantage of that, whether that's breaking up your lunch break I used to do that all the time at Lululemon. When I worked inside, I went outside for my breaks on purpose. And yes, like eat your food first or go on the walk first and then come back and eat some food. But find find the ways to utilize your breaks properly to get outside. And if you are an early person like my husband, my husband likes to go to the gym in the morning. Then he gets to work by 7 a.m. So like his day starts very early. Then he gets back home around 4, takes his shower. But like that time right there before he would take a shower would be the best time for him to maybe like grab his laptop, do some of the stuff that he wants to do and sit outside in the backyard and enjoy some of that afternoon sun for about a half hour or so, then take that shower. So these are just small little things. I'm going to give you a list of a million different things. If you are following me on Instagram, please follow me on Instagram if you're not. But if you are following me on Instagram, you do know that On my story, maybe you saw it today, I did tag a bunch of remedies. I am going to encapsulate that and make a highlight reel with that because I do talk about different remedies a lot. So I do think eating clean, getting that vitamin D, getting the proper amount of sleep, like these are all basics, right? Nothing rocket science about any of those things. You're probably like, wow, thanks for the great tip. But these are some more uh, intricate 
remedies that I have found very useful in the past. Some of them I have not tried at all. And maybe if you've tried them, please DM me. Tell me what you think about them. Some of them may not be up your alley at all. And you may just want to stick with like some of the liquid ones that I have that you can take. But this is going to be an episode where you might not want to listen to me on the road. You're definitely going to want to grab your pen and paper. And you're going to want to write these goodies down. If you are on the road and you just want to hear these things, that is great too. I will, like, I would just let you know, like, if you want to double check on any of these things, most of the things that I'm bringing up, I am going to either add to that highlight reel in some way, shape, or form. And this is all stuff that I have found over the years to be useful, but then I've maybe like rediscovered it on social media. So that's why I wanted to make a highlight reel for it. So then that way you kind of all have access to it. Cause I know a lot of like, a lot of you are like me and like to listen to your podcast on your walk or in the car or whatever, a place where you feel like you're being stimulated and awakened without listening to music all the time or something that is a, a little bit more of a, fr- a friendly voice. So I appreciate you being here. If you don't have that pen and paper, just go with it and check out that Instagram highlight reel as I morph and put that together. But currently all that stuff is on my stories. So I just really wanted to give you guys some of these goodies because I do think that they really truly have helped me many years in the past. First, I want to start off with a vitamin cheat sheet. And this is something that I found to be super effective because then when you're looking at certain things, you're able to decipher why is this good for me? Like what are the vitamins that I should be looking for? So this one's going to be very specific. Just stick with me. So A, um, vitamin A. So we kind of use this for vision, skin, bones, teeth, Uh, reproduction. So you can get a good source of this food-wise just from liver. I know not everybody loves pate. Eggs, fish, milk, carrots, sweet potatoes, pumpkins, and spinach. I mean, it's a great time of the year to have those pumpkins and spinach. So B1, there's several types of B vitamins. You'll see them all the time. I usually gravitate towards B6 and B12. But B1 helps convert food into energy. So it's critical for your nerve function. So you can do this with like pork, soy. It's not really watermelon season anymore, but watermelon, tomatoes, spinach. Sounds like spinach is a great one. Spinach is like across the board on all these. Uh, B2 then helps convert food in it into energy, but also supports healthy hair, skin, blood, and brain. So that's kind of like the biotin that we always see. So you can get this from dairy, meat, green leafy veggies, enriched wheat, and oysters. Mm, Give me any reason to have freaking oysters, like I'm down. So B2, get some oysters in you. B3 helps convert your food to energy as well, but it's essential for a healthy nervous system. This is your beef, your chicken, your shrimp, your fatty um, avocado, your fatty peanuts, your tomatoes, your spinach, Um, a lot of those omega-3 rich pieces. B6 helps red blood cells and improves sleep. That's huge. B6 helps improve that sleep. That's why I also have it, appetite and mood. Again, I take the B6 pills all the time. You can also get this from tofu, banana, watermelon, fish, legumes, and chicken. B7 converts that food to energy, but it also breaks down glucose. So this is from your whole grains, your eggs, your almonds, your soybeans, and your fish. Really, really big. Honestly, I'm seeing a repeat on the eggs, the fish, and the spinach. Like, have those in your diet. You seem like you're good to go. B9 is vital for cell creation and DNA synthesis. So that's also speech, 
spinach, leafy greens, chickpeas, tomatoes, asparagus, and legumes. And then the B12 is what helps break down the fatty acids and the amino acids and helps make the red blood cells. This is imperative, right? When we're doing things healthy, especially this time of year. So that's your, again, this is going to be mostly protein. So your dairy, your beef, your pork, your poultry, your fish, and your eggs. We know vitamin C to be really important. This is that time of year that we're all saying like, let's have vitamin C, keep amping up that vitamin C. This acts as an antioxidant that helps make new cells and improves your immune system. That's why everyone says like pump the vitamin C this time of year. You can also get this from fruit, fruit juices, pepper, broccoli, tomatoes, and spinach. The reason why the vitamin D is so important and we get that from these walks, from the sunlight, from all those good things is because it strengthens and helps form bones and teeth via calcium and phosphorus. This specifically is coming from egg yolk. So all those egg white only people out there, egg yolk is also very, very good for you. Fatty fish, so that's also like the outside of the fish, right? Liver and sunlight. So really, really more than anything, egg yolk and sunlight is probably the easiest thing that you can add to your diet to keep that vitamin D up. E acts as an antioxidant and helps stabilize cell membranes. So that's from nuts, avocado, tofu, seeds, and whole grains. And vitamin K is essential for blood clotting and helping regulate blood calcium. That comes from your Brussels sprouts, your liver, your leafy greens, and your broccoli. So I know that was a whole lot with that vitamin cheat sheet, but that right there is a great start for you when you're looking for things or certain types of food. I have eggs all the time this year. I have both yolks in each of those eggs. I have two eggs. I do have bacon every morning. I probably don't need to have that. I do have a lot of avocado in my diet. I always have like a half of an avocado in my diet. I eat a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot of spinach. If you do not like it raw and you're not a salad person, saute those suckers up. Just get them in the pan, saute them up. And put them with your breakfast in the morning, or maybe you make a green juice or a smoothie juice or anything like that. It's a great way to just focus on these couple things getting that sunlight and then having certain types of protein. Fish is a really great protein for you that kind of went across the board here. So, if you're a big salmon person, or a big trout person, or a big halibut person, definitely be gravitating towards those as well. So breaking down the vitamins a little bit more with some of these that I have coming up, one of the things and the reason why we have this low energy this time of year is because we're not out in the sun as much because it's colder outside. And for all of those who listen to the podcast that live in sunny Florida or fabulous California, you do not pertain to this as much, but they're still shorter days. So you're not outside as much, but vitamin C is wonderful for you for that Um, boost of immune system, but the vitamin D deficiency is the root cause of fatigue and low energy. For me, I really notice it because I want to stay inside more. I don't want to go outside more. The wind doesn't intrigue me. Like I don't want to go on the walks if I can easily just let the dog out in the backyard. If I have a million things to do on my laptop or computer or in the house, like I'm just not getting the vitamin D and it's causing me to have not only eight hours of sleep, sometimes not only nine hours of sleep, but sometimes I'm having 10 hours of sleep and I still feel exhausted. And it's truly because my vitamin D is down. So finding those ways to add that vitamin D back into your system, into your daily intake, do it in the best ways possible. 
I want us to also think about our stress levels, right? We talk about cortisol levels all the time. And when cortisol levels are high, that's causing so many different things, right? It's causing us to put on excess weight. It's causing us to be sick. It's causing certain things to break down. So there is very, very much of our mindset should be focused on those stress levels. If we have little to no stress, we're performing, um, you know, in this good kind of space from inactive to active. If we're fatigued, that means we have optimum stress or we're too much stress and we have an overload. We get to fatigue, then exhaustion. Then we move into anxiety, panic, and anger, and then we completely break down from a burnout. So we don't want those things to happen. So we have to find that lovely, lovely balance. One thing I used to do to get some stuff off my mind before I went to bed is I kept a nightly gratitude journal. I know we talk about gratitude journals all the time. I know we talk about journaling right in the morning so you're not immediately giving over to somebody else or your Instagram feed in the morning or whatever. You're taking a couple minutes just to write down your thoughts. Sometimes doing it at night is helpful for me personally. I do write things down that I'm grateful for and it builds up that gratitude practice which truly helps reduce stress over time, keeping those cortisol levels nice and low and us not getting into that fatigued deficit. So some of my favorite things here, we're really now getting into those focused groups of actual remedies. One thing that I think is fabulous that I think anybody and everybody should do is if you get three cups of boiling water, you're going to do a fourth teaspoon of cloves one cinnamon stick, and then a half inch of ginger. And you put them all into like a medium pot and you're going to steep it for five minutes, allow it to cool, and then you can add some honey and enjoy it. If you're not a big tea person, like this is the time of year I feel like we all gravitate towards like more coffee, more coffee, more coffee because we have this fixation of wanting something warm in our hands or something warm to sip on. This is something great for you to have throughout the day. It's so, so, so good for you. Uh, The ginger root is incredible for so many things and I'll get into that in a little bit here. Cinnamon sticks just bring this full season to fruition. It smells divine when you're cooking this. And then clove as well is great for for this season, this holiday, and I'll talk a little bit more about why that's important as well. Another drink that is super important that I talked about a million times over is waking up in the morning and having your lemon water. So you want to get the actual like not the seeds necessarily, but you want to get more than just the juice. So I want you to buy a fresh lemon, go to Aldi's, buy them in the bags. Like they're not expensive if you do it that way, but getting the lemon, cutting it in half and actually juicing the fresh lemon, not only does it make the cocktails taste better, but it's also better for you because you're actually getting all those wonderful, wonderful aspects of a of a fresh lemon versus something that you could pick up at the store, the real lemon juice or whatever it's called. Don't use that. Just grab a fresh lemon, okay? And you're going to balance so many different things with this one simple recipe instead of just lemon water. Lemon water is great, but if you can do warm lemon water, especially warm lemon water before a meal, maybe you're not going to do it before every meal. Maybe you just make this part of your morning routine before you have your coffee. Maybe you'll do it before your dinner meal and then have your dinner and then your glass of wine or, or however you want to go about it. But 
drinking warm lemon water. It doesn't have to be boiling water, but warm lemon water has all these benefits. Are you ready for it? I'm ready for it. Okay. So it keeps your skin healthy. We've, we love that. We Half of my friends get Botox. So like we love skin being healthy, right? Um, we kill bacteria that causes bad breath. Sounds great. We, we always love a breath mint or a piece of gum, but like let's kill some of that bacteria in our gut. It helps our liver, liver with purification good. Again, keeping things fabulously clean. Drinking warm lemon water before you eat helps with that digestion. Just like I said earlier, it hydrates you more than just plain water. Wait, what? Not alkaline water, not anything like that. It is hydrating you more if you put the lemon in the water, which is huge because this time of year, we don't just like to drink plain water all the time. So let's infuse it with some lemon juice. It's going to support your immune system. The most important factor right here, that is that one keeping that immune system nice and strong. It's going to help regulate blood pressure. And lastly, it's going to help balance your pH levels, which is huge, right? Like if anybody was a lifeguard, we know that we want to balance the pH levels of the pool to make sure it's healthy for people to get into the water not only for their skin and their cells and their pores taking in the water, but in case any of the kids are, you know, sucking up that water, we don't want them to be completely in the wrong by doing so. So we want to make sure that those pH levels are good. And this all just comes from the simple act of warm lemon water. So in the morning, I do like cold lemon water for sure. But like this is a nice way to start off your morning, especially this time of year, if you're already chilly when you're waking up in the morning and it doesn't have to be boiling hot, but warm lemon water is is a huge win. If we continue on the drink train, we can have some effective tea remedies. So if we have these situations, these are the teas that I'm going to tell you to have. This one I really love. So I, I hope you find this on the um, little highlight reel that I have put together. So for a headache, you want ginger tea. If you're super anxious, you want basil tea. If you have acne, you want green tea, which we know because we put that like green tea all over our um, acne. If you were like grew up in the 90s, that's kind of what we all did. If you're bloating, you want peppermint tea. So if you're going through a menstrual cycle or anything like that and you're bloating, you want that peppermint tea. You want turmeric ginger tea, which is probably one of my favorites if you have a sinus infection. So that's great. You want that turmeric because that's a great for anti-inflammation. And then that ginger, like we just talked about, is so wonderful in so many ways. If you have insomnia, chamomile tea, that seems pretty on point. But having that at the end of the night or right before you go to bed. If you have the common cold, honey, lemon tea, we just talked about how amazing lemon is. Local honey is the best honey. So find that local honey if you can. And then if you have a sore throat, cinnamon tea, which, wow, that sounds amazing. If I have a sore throat, I just have to drink cinnamon tea. So you can buy these teas if you feel like they're good. You can also just use some spices in your cabinet along with some water, make your own infusions um, in a little bag, you know, whatever works for you. But these are some wonderful tea, tea remedies for you. Continuing on that train, I want us to think about herbs that heal. So if we're coughing, we want to add some rosemary. So you could do that in any of those teas I said, or you could add some rosemary in food. If you have menstrual cramps, apparently oregano is like the way to go. If you have an upset GI tract, you can add dill, which I love putting on salmon. If you're always tired, apparently add cilantro. So let's have some more Mexican-inspired dinners and put cilantro on top because 
because apparently that's going to help us if we're feeling tired. If you have a cramped tummy, add mint. That seems pretty on the nose. If you're bloated, add parsley. Didn't know that one. If you're feeling down, so if you're feeling depressed, go ahead and grab some basil. If you have achy joints, curry powder is the way to go. And if you're feeling nauseous, add ginger, which makes a lot of sense. Um, a lot of uh, like if you're maternal, um, like suckies or anything, if you're feeling down and out, usually like maternal, like throat lozenges are always ginger flavored. And then I heard this guy and he says he loves all these natural remedies. I say local honey. Local honey is huge, but he really recommends Manuka honey. That's M-A-N-U-K-A honey. And he just really is adamant about how great it is for a sore throat. He also recommends CBD, which I kind of love. I do put that sometimes in the morning. Like if I'm feeling really jittery or I'm having a tea and I'm still feeling really jittery, like I do put that CBD oil and stuff. Again, it's not actual THC. It's CBD that is legal. Um, also, mostly THC is legal in a lot of states now too. But for CBD, it's better for sleep and it's going to help you reduce that stress. Then what I love that he said, some of the other ones I didn't really agree with, but what I did love that he said is he said elderberry is really good for your immune system. So if you can find some like elderberry uh, tablets or if you want to do like an elderberry tea, that's like apparently very, very, very good for your immune system to build that up. You can also get black elderberry syrup. And then he also suggests lion's mane, which I do find very helpful when I'm feeling fatigued or down. It does really help improve my energy levels. But it's usually in stuff that's like tastes really chalky and I don't always love. So just getting that lion's mane tincture and adding it to any of the things that you're currently eating or drinking already makes things a lot simpler. It's kind of like the same thing I feel about apple cider vinegar. I think apple cider vinegar is such a wonderful thing for you to have in your diet and half the time you can just like put it in the salad dressing that you're making or you can put it in the pork dish that you're making or the topping that you're making like a cilantro uh, sour cream or something like that that you're putting with like lime juice on top of a like Mexican dish I'll always just add in some of that apple cider vinegar there because it's just really good for that gut health. And then this one actually really intrigued me because it was a combination of a lot of things that I've never thought to put together that's apparently supposed to be really good for your kids. And so my husband and I, as we're talking about like getting, you know, having kids and going through the process of that and like talking through a lot of things, we've noticed with a lot of our friends who have kids that, you know, send their kids off to daycare, they, the kids get sick often just from being around other kids and then they're getting sick as well. And that's fine. I mean, there's a lot of germs that they're exposed to that my husband and I currently aren't exposed to. So a lot of people are like, we were never sick until we had kids. This one's like fabulous for that because that's why I got really excited about this one specifically. So if you do four cups of filtered water and then you're going to do one cup of elderberries, which we just talked about how great those are, we're going to do lemons sliced. So one full lemon, just slice it on up. One inch of ginger peeled, one teaspoon of turmeric, so you can just get the powder, three cinnamon sticks, and then three-fourths cup of raw unfiltered honey. So if you're not going to do the local, do the manuka honey 
And if you combined all this and you put it all together, um, you're going to let it, you're going to bring it to a boil and then you're going to reduce and simmer for 45 minutes until it's reduced by half. So it's going to get down a lot, lot less. You're going to remove it from the heat. And once it's completely cooled, that's when you're going to stir in the honey. So you're going to run the mixture through a fine mesh strainer. That's like the hardest part to kind of get like all the goodies out of it. And then you're going to store it into your fridge for three to four weeks. And you can give it out in like those little push, um, uh, they're they're cute like they're like the little doctor like push the amount of um, medicine into the kid's mouth that they come with with all like the kids cough syrups and stuff like that so you can do that for them as well again an at-home remedy that doesn't cost you that much you're not spending all this money on Tylenol or anything like that and um, I don't mean to say this in a bad way but like drugging the kids up I think this is a great alternative to try and test out and see if it works and just let the kids have it every day and it actually tastes good it's not going to be something that's um, chemically tasting with a covered of like cherry flavoring or grape flavoring you know all those things that none of us enjoyed having as kids either Another thing that I really did love, though, is if you blend pineapple and cucumber together. I never knew these two things. I like cucumber water. I've always liked cucumber. I like to eat cucumbers. They're, like, very, very good for hydration. And pineapple is really good for inflammation. So if you blend these two together, you're actually creating a juice that will detoxify the colon and remove excess waste from the intestines. So yes, friends, if you do do this, this is not going to be a day that you're on the road. This is not going to be a day that you should be too far from a toilet. But if you want to go through a nice detox, a free detox, yes, there's detox teas out there. There's all these different things. But apparently just that fresh pineapple juice, which again is great for inflammation. And then that cucumber, which also is fabulous for hydration. Blending those two together is going to help remove excess waste from those intestines. If you're feeling backed up or bloated or anything along those lines, go ahead and try this remedy out. Trust me, it works. One more cute one I saw for kids. I don't know if you want to do this. So someone told me you can also chop up yellow onions and put them in your socks and then you put your foot in them and you sleep with them overnight. Now, my husband and I think this would be very smelly. We like to wash our sheets once a week. Like I would never let my husband get into the bed without like taking a shower that day. So for me, this kind of seems odd, but apparently the onion actually sucks all the toxins out of your feet. Again, if you like joint muscle pain, I've seen if you chop up cabbage and you chop up ginger with that and then you can put it in like a cloth or a towel and then dip that in water and then you can wrap it around your um, joints. Apparently it helps with the joint and muscle pain or I've seen someone like wrap a piece of cabbage like they cut it in half, put it on their knee and then saran wrapped it around. That to me, again, like it seems like it probably would work and I understand that it's going to suck the toxins out and then leave you uh, feeling wonderful uh, for lower back pain or like knee pain or joint pain or anything like that. But I, I do on the onions and stuff too, but I do feel like this is a little odd. We do all remember though, like the Vicks Vapor Rub, right? So when we were kids, there was that Vicks Vapor Rub. This one specifically is for, I guess, more for kids. But again, like, do we think that the kids are actually going to allow this to sit on their uh, chest all night or you know so if you're a back sleeper just try I don't know just try it out so if you put raw honey olive oil arrowroot powder all in a paper towel and then you turn that over and then you put adhesive tape around that um 
And then you also in there have like one tablespoon of ginger, ginger powder. So we usually have that. Like arrowroot powder is probably going to be the thing that you don't have. You definitely have tape or gauze. You have paper towels, I'm sure. Um, I'm sure you have ginger powder, again, raw honey and olive oil, all stuff that we usually have. But if you wrap... um, this ginger, it's going to remove mucus from your lungs in one night. So it stops a bad cough. So you kind of just like put everything in this paper towel, turn it over and then put down like tape gauze or adhesive around it. And apparently it's like super helpful. So think about like that Vicks Vapor Rub kind of idea for that one. Finally, one of my favorites, there's two of them, but one of my favorites is that and I, I literally have tried this and I've done it for a few years now. I think I discovered it like two years ago on Instagram. But you take a yellow onion and you slice it up and then you kind of break it up a little bit and then you put honey over top of it and you put it in a jar. And once you put that in a jar, what you're going to do is you're going to see it kind of sit overnight in the fridge. And then in the morning, you can again take that little like shot the little child shot, or just take a spoon. It's going to be liquid in the morning. And you're just going to take a scoop of that every morning, again, along with that like lemon water. It's so good for you. And you're just going to really realize that it's going to have that infusion overnight because the onions are so good for you. That natural honey is so good for you. But you can take it up to two to three times a day if you're feeling really sick and down and out. But it's been super, super, super helpful for me in the past when I am not feeling good. And it gets rid of like any single cold. Um, And that's probably one of the most simple ones that you can do that you can keep in your fridge at all times that's very very inexpensive so lastly my final and newest addition to this one which kind of combines a lot of different things and I am making this for myself this week that's got so many of the things that we've talked about and so many different herbs and so many different wonderful things and now we've learned about throughout this whole podcast today but it's called a fire cider tonic. So it's a natural antibiotic. We love this already, right? So on top of it being antiviral, antifungal, and more, it's also an immune and circulation booster. Again, when we're not sitting around as much, this is the time of year when my toes get really cold, my nose gets really cold, my fingertips get really cold because my circulation isn't that great because I'm sitting around more, right? So we want to keep moving. We want the circulation booster. It's going to be wonderful. This concoction is a must, must, must have. If you're going to take anything away from all this, now you understand why this is going to work, but this is an absolute must have for cold and flu season as it approaches. Here's the recipe. It's a long one. Get ready. One whole red onion, specifically red onion chopped. One lemon sliced with the peel still on it. One orange sliced with the peel still on it. Half a cup of ginger root grated. So you're going to grade the ginger root this time. Half turmeric root. So the whole little root of the turmeric, not the powder, but getting an actual turmeric root. You're going to grade that. A half a cup of horseradish root grated. Six to seven cloves of garlic chopped. You're also going to put in some thyme sprigs, some roseberry sprigs. We're almost done. Two jalapeno peppers. De-seed for less spicy. You don't want it to be super, super spicy. So if you want to take those seeds out, that's totally fine. Two full cinnamon sticks and then 32 ounces of raw apple cider vinegar and then raw honey to taste. So you're going to add all these ingredients. Remember again, for hot stuff, except for the honey to the jar. 
You can use like a half gallon jar that you can find at like Michael's or get something from the dollar store or Aldi's or any, any place. Like go ahead and find yourself a mason jar. You're going to store the fire cider in a jar in a dark place for three to four weeks and you're going to shake it every day. Every day. So we're, do, we're doing this now for December, okay? And we're going to shake it three um, – you're going to shake it every day. After those three to four weeks, you're going to strain the cider into a new jar and press as much of that liquid out as possible. So if you have like a grater and you want to try that again or a strainer and you want to press everything out, you're going to stir in the desired amount of honey until it's mixed well. Taste and add more honey until it reaches your desired sweetness. So you're going to store that baby in the fridge. You're going to take one to two tablespoons a day for the ultimate immune boost. Super easy. You can add this to your tea or your honey or sneak it into fruit, um, food broths when you're making a soup or anything like that. But this one is like the one that I'm excited to try this year. It's huge. It's amazing. Um, I found this from Stories of Tori and she's got like almost 2,000 likes on the post but I posted about it a while back. I'm going to repost it again and add it to this like remedy highlight reel that I'm making to kind of go along with today's podcast episode. But I hope you like all these. If you've ever tried any of them or you have different ones that you want to try, like please send them my way. I'm very excited to hear about all these things. I'm a very natural healer. My husband and I are very Eastern medicine versus Western medicine. Like the last thing we want to do is take a pill or a drug or anything like that. That's just the way both of us were brought up. Or big like gargle salt water, even though it's gross, people like stuff like that. So I wanted you to understand like why these things are good for you. I hope you were as jazzed about it as I was. I know this was like a little bit of a longer episode with a lot, a lot, a lot of details. I hope you took notes or, and guess this, you can always re-listen to the podcast. Like sometimes I always forget when I'm listening to podcasts, I'm like, I can just rewind, go back and re-listen to it. But I also created that highlight reel that you'll be able to find. It's going to be called Remedies. I'll have it on my Instagram. It'll always be there most of the the stuff I talked about was from that. If I, um, if it wasn't, shoot me a DM, ask me what it was again, and I will respond. But I love you all. Stay nice and healthy this season, this time of year, and I wish you all the best as we morph into this holiday season, leaving behind Halloween, really embracing fall and Thanksgiving, and getting ready for Christmas and the new year and all the good things that come along with these next two months. Happy November. And have a great rest of your week. Thanks for tuning into today's episode on the luxury of self-care. If you haven't done so already, subscribe to this channel on Apple Podcast or Spotify or whatever platform you're listening on. If you are on Apple Podcast and have a brief moment to leave me a five-star rating and a review, it truly helps me grow the show organically. I love hearing from you. In addition, you can find me and all updates on the show on Instagram at rumor underscore in underscore St. Petersburg. Yep, just like the Universal film Anastasia. Or like the Facebook page entitled The Luxury of Self-Care. If you would like to support this show, do not hesitate to reach out. Your small donation really helps me keep up the sustainability of each episode and all the marketing that goes into this show. Lastly, I just wanted to thank you so much for all of your love and all of your support. And as always, for tuning in.